Hey everyone, this is Cambria. I hope you guys are all having a great week so far. It's just so hard to believe we're already at week seven of the term. It's just been flying by like crazy, but I'm so excited to be here sharing with you guys today. I know for me, this time has really been teaching me how precious community is, but just in this whole new perspective. I'm really thankful we're still able to meet as real life, even though it doesn't look the way it usually does. And speaking of that, if you haven't been able to make it to one of the Tuesday night live streams yet, they actually happen every week on the Real Life Ministries Facebook page at 8. Afterwards, we get to meet up on Zoom and spend some time in fellowship, which I know has been a huge blessing to me personally. So I'd really recommend it if you guys haven't checked that out yet. So if you guys have been following along with our podcast lately, we're going through the Gospels right now. And today we're going to be diving into Luke 8. And this chapter is just so incredible. It includes the parable of the sower, Jesus calms the storm, the story of Jesus healing Jairus' daughter, among some other really well-known passages. And as I was kind of praying over the chapter and trying to feel out what I should focus on, one of the shortest sections was put on my heart really quick. It's called A Lamp Under a Jar, and it takes place in verses 16 through 18. I'm going to be focusing on verses 16 and 17 today, which say, No one, after lighting a lamp, covers it with a jar or puts it under a bed, but puts it on a stand so that those who enter may see the light. For nothing is hidden that will not be made manifest, nor is anything secret that will not be known and come to light. So what Jesus is saying in this is that we, as believers in him, have been given a bright light that many others around us do not have, and we should be eager to show that to the world. So much of our world is living in darkness right now because they don't know Jesus and they don't have our hope. And I know that I personally struggled at various points in my life with kind of falling into this trap that I needed to make my faith almost more attractive in a sense to those around me in order for them to meet Jesus and experience him. It was kind of like I somehow needed to make my faith blend in and make it relevant to the world. But this verse asks us to do the very opposite. God has completely ignited our hearts and we have a new hope and a joy that's so deep and so much of the world has never experienced it before or even dreamed of it. So I guess my question is, why do we as believers so often live and act as if we don't have this treasure? And why do we deliberately try to hide it sometimes and blend in with the darkness we see around us? If our lives aren't drastically different from the dark lifestyles around us and we're not bright and striking like a single candle in a dark room, then I think we have to ask ourselves again if we're wholeheartedly living for Jesus. We're definitely in a time of uncertainty, fear, grief, and even selfishness in our world right now. It's just so important that we're continually looking for ways we can be a voice of peace and love. Even little interactions we have, like at the grocery store or with our next-door neighbors or with our families, can be such a beacon of light and can just bring so much glory to God. No situation is too small for us to be inviting Him into it. I'd really encourage you guys to take a moment today to maybe think about the ways that you might be putting the light that God has given you under a jar without meaning to in your life and what you can do to change that. So that's kind of what I had on my heart to share with you guys today, and I just want to close this out in prayer now. Lord, I just thank you so much for the many gifts you give us, and thank you for the biggest gift you ever gave us, which is this light we can share with others so freely. And while I was praying over this passage the past few weeks, I just got the words vibrant love, and I just pray that over all of us as a group that we can display vibrant love to the world. I pray that you would just be moving hearts during this time of coronavirus and just instilling a new living hope in those who don't know you yet. Thank you so much for this community, Lord, and thank you for the fellowship that is found here. In your name I pray. Amen.